Nun Aleph, Amin Aleph, three lines from the top. Today's Shir is sponsored by Rabbi Shur Shloime HaKoyen, Lili Nishmas, Alto Chaya Nechobas, Pinchas Dov HaKoyen, whose yard site is today, a survivor whose dividends are still paying off, and our Parnas HaChaydesh, is Lili Nishmas Baruch when Pinchas Ayu spent his entire life working on Avedis HaTfilah, he should be a Melitzyashim Mishimayim on behalf of his beloved family, on behalf of the soldiers and captives in Eretz HaKadosh, where he was born and raised. Ayay, Naiseyes, Naisav, Eitzchayim Milamachzikim Bav, Eitzchayim Milamachzikim Bav, Eitzchayim with an Aleph, and Eitzchayim with an Ayin. To have Yeshua Shleime, it should be an Elin Ishama for Altachayim Necha, Necha, Basit Pinchas Dev HaKayin, and Mishpachas Anonymous, Lili Nishmas, Baruch Ben Pinchas Ari, and their Mishpachas, Lo'ayrech Yomim Toivim, Amen. Amen. Rabbi Yisai with a Gishmak, Eisvei. We said a din yesterday that Rev Nachman said that if a Shar falls down less than 10 Tvachim, the Shar is considered a treif. And that's the discussion. If it's pa- And the only reason why in our Mishnah you need and Tvachim is because of Hevel. That was the discussion that we had yesterday. Skila, not like popular understanding, was not only stoning. If Reb Yitzchak, I don't know who's If Reb Yitzchak, if you hear from Abakama, you'll be here for Sanhedrin. Bezer Hashem and Yerushalayim of Anu Yishkayach have been seen. And over there we're going to see that Skila was not stoning right away. The first step of Skila was pushing him off a roof, pushing him off a high place. Then they stoned him. Very interesting, very interesting uh, Misa. But Akabon, the first step of it was that they pushed him off a roof or off a high place. So it was two kaimis, it was two stories high. Vitani plus his kaima, because he was standing when he was pushed off. He's falling basically from three stories, three uh, three sizes of the of the individual himself. That's the first bell. If you're going to say less than ten is considered a clap. Why do you need such a high uh, platform? You could just knock him off less than ten. You'll kill him. Or at least that's what you see from here. I think Mars is something. Is no difference between a human being and an animal. Even if, even if I'm wrong, but at least you should make ten. Why in the world do you have to do three, three uh, kaimas? If ten, ten's for sure enough. So why do you make it ten tvachim high? Obviously, we're going like Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman, I'm Rav Avua. Omar Kra, V'yahavta, L'reacha, Kamaycha, B'roi lo'i misiyah, for the chiv. Rav Yahavta, L'reacha, Kamaycha, is to give him a proper misa. Reacha? He's Reacha, Rav Nachman Zalman. This guy's Chayef Skila. He did have a desire. He did with, with Hasra. He's called Reacha? Yeah, he's called Reacha. He's called Reacha. V'yahavta, but it's a discussion. Very good. The answer is he did tshuva. That's the answer. But Akapodim, he does tshuva before he goes. That's the Pashtus, the answer. So therefore, you don't want to push him off. He's gonna do- it's a slow, painful death. We want to put it higher that it should be a not such a painful death. So why don't you lift it higher than that? Mishum Deminval, it's going to be disgusting. He's going to plots into a million pieces. And therefore, we don't want that to happen. So therefore, we make a middle madrega. And we do it three kaimis. Ten, less than ten tvachim, Rav Nachman assumes, can kill.
regarding the halachas of makeh, when you have a roof, you have to put a makeh, the halacha is, it has to be that you're going to fall off the roof and not onto the roof. Meaning, is higher than your roof. So the Shusharabim is higher. And if a person falls from Shusharabim, he's going to fall onto your roof. The halacha is, you're not to make a makeh. The chiv is only for someone that could fall off your roof, not someone that's going to fall on your roof. That's not a problem. But if the Shusharabim is 10 tvachim deeper than your roof, which is a standard roof, and you'll fall from your roof to Shusharabim, then the halacha is, you are chayiv in a makeh. So ten tvachim is the chayiv makeh. If you're going to tell me there's a clap less than your tvachim, why in the world is there a shear of ten? Even less than ten should be a chayiv of makeh. He could die, chas v'shol. So he answered him, shani bayis, you're right, really ten is what can kill a person. But the reason why you need oh, ten is exerisakasiv, because it has to be a bias. You need ten tvachim, less than ten tvachim is not considered a bias. If you have a nice cliff in your backyard, you're not mechuyiv to make a makkah. The mizbeach was pretty high. There was no makkah on the sides of the mizbeach. Anything which is not a bias does not have a chiyiv makkah. So if it's less than ten tvachim, even though it's technically a dangerous spot, there is no chiyiv of makkah. That's the Gemara's Chiddush. You have to have ten tvachim. You're right. This bias is ten tvachim high, but inside the bias is not ten tvachim. If the, if the bias is exactly ten tvachim high, and you minus the roof, and the plaster of the roof, so the chayi inside is much less, whatever, however much space the roof takes up. So if you tell me this exists, because you have to have a bias, and a bias needs ten, you're not going to have ten. You dug inside the house. So inside the house, you talk, I have ten. And that's how you have your house. So then, Why do you have to have a tent high at all? You could just have a very low house and dig inside. Dig as much as necessary inside. You'll have yourself a beautiful house and there'll be a chiyav makkah. If you're telling me the eight say, really, less than ten tvachim can kill. I want any ten because you need a bias. Okay, so dig. And how do you do it? You dug? Say this. So make a five tefach house and dig five tvachim inside. You'll have your bias. What's the issue? So obviously, we are learning wrong. Pshat. In Rev Nachman. Rev Nachman said this shah is a trefa, and we assume the reason is because less than 10 tvachim can kill. That is not pshat in Rev Nachman. Really, Rev Nachman agrees that you need 10 tvachim to kill. So, why did Rev Nachman say if this shah collapsed into an a d- irrigation ditch, which was not 10 tvachim, why did he consider it a trefa? How much space is between the stomach of the shah and the ground? Arba, he evaluated a standard shar, has four tvachim between its stomach and its ground. Arisa de Daloi Kamahave, how deep is this ditch? Shita, the ditch is six tvachim deep. Ha so that's how you have, you end up having ten tvachim, four from the stomach and six from the ditch. have a ten tefach klap. So Avada, only a ten tefach klap can kill, and the only way you're going to have a tent, and, and by a shar, if the shar falls in normally, 
So you always have a 10 tefach klap, even if the bar is only 6 tefachim, because the shah itself is 4 tefachim off the ground. That's the second bell. And today is Asara B'teves. It could still become a yamtiv l'chaira. L'chaira could still become a yamtiv. And Bez HaShem, it will be a yamtiv. And the schus of today's Limit HaTayra is sponsored by Yeshua Shleimi HaKoyen. Lili Nishmas HaTachayin Echabas HaPinchas Dev HaKoyen. Whose yard site is today a survivor whose dividends are still paying off. Yeah? Dividends are still paying off, Rabbi Yisai. When we come, learn Torah, we're giving ourselves dividends. And the Parnas HaChaydash is Lili Nishmas Baruch Ben-Prichas who spent his entire life working on Avedis Atfila. He should be a Melitzir on behalf of his beloved family, on behalf of the soldiers and captives in Eretz HaKadosh, where he was born and raised. It should be a schos for our anonymous Parnas HaChaydash and his Mishpacha and Abishua Shleimi HaKayin and his Mishpacha Lo'irich Yomim Toivim. So, Amen. So, if this is true, so how do you ever have a bar that needs 10 Tvachim? If you're telling me a shar always falls from a 4 Tvach height, he rolled backwards into the bar. If he would fall straight in, you talk would only need six tvachim. But if he fell backwards, so then the chiyav is the shear of the bar is ten tvachim. And halach halamaisa, Rebbe Ben If someone's going to ask you on a test. How much do you need to kill? The answer is really depends. If the sheriff fell in head first, it's only six. You need ten. But if the sheriff falls in head first, a bar six can kill. If the sheriff falls in backwards, then a bar ten can kill. Huh? So shah is where the main killing aspect. I, I guess the, the stomach is what kills. I would assume that's the most assuming. The stomach is what kills. Okay, I guess that's what that's the most assuming. Bar shall shnei zak the Mishnah. Bar shall shnei shutvim, if a person has a bar of two shutvim, over a lavarishin v'laikiso, the first shutiv passed by the bar and did not cover it, v'asheni v'laikiso, and the second person passed by the bar and also did not cover it, so who's responsible? Hasheni chayev, the second one is chayev, which is really a pella. Why is the first guy potter? Just because he, he passed first and the second guy passed after him, he's also Chayv. He should have covered the bar. That's going to be the Gemara's child. But the Gemara says the second one is Chayv. Zatigmar. How is it possible to have a bar of two Shutfin? If you hold a Kabi Akiva that says, You have a Chatz that belongs to two Shutfim, and the bar now, by default, belongs to two Shutfim. And they are Mavke, they are Shus, but they are not Mavke the bar. So, Mela, you have a bar that belongs to two people. It's possible. Ella is on say Potter, but if you're going to tell me a Barbishusay is Potter, how is it possible to have a bar? Where is there a chiyav bar? If you hold Barbi Shusi is potter, like we have a few blood ago, there's a tzad, that Barbi Shusi is potter. So where are you going to be chayav and rishasarav? How is it possible to have in Rishasarabim that two people own the bar? It's impossible. If they both made a shliach for and they said, Zil Karilon, go dig us a bar. And he went, this fellow, these two fellows, and he dug a bar. 
ein shliach lidvar aveira, lechaya ein shliach lidvar aveira, and lechaya the halacha should be there is no shlichas bechlal, and he's not considered as if he dug a bar for you. And what's the Dvar Aveira? It's not really so clear. What's exactly the Dvar Aveira? So Lachaya, there's an Isser to make holes in Rishul Sarab. So there's a Ein Shlech Dvar Aveira. Rashi says, grab over here, famous Rashi, the reason why the reason why Ein Shlech Dvar Aveira is because Divrei Rav, Divrei Talmud, Divrei Mi Shaymin. If somebody tells you to do something, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells you differently, who do you listen to? You listen to the Rabbi Nishlam. So may that's the insight of Ancient Shaykh Dvarvah. That's Rashi Shita. These were halachic ramifications to that, but that's Rashi. Let's say a guy was a Shaykh. Let's say a guy didn't chat that he was his dad was an Aver. He didn't chat to realize he was an Aver. Is there also Ancient Shaykh Dvarvah? Big Tomal Nachran. But Akbar Rashi says the word is at Divri Yavah, Divri Atalmid, Divri Mishan. But Akbar the Gemara is assuming over here it's Ain Shliach Ledvarvah. Fred said the Chayr wouldn't be Shaykh. How's a Shaykh to have two Shutim? Let's say one guy did dog five, the other guy dug five. You lose the mice of the first five. The second guy that digs, the takes over the whole bar. The Gemara is going to explain this in a minute if that's true. But the Gemara is assuming the second guy that digs takes over the whole bar. And the Gemara fears it does. According to Rebbe, and regarding responsibility of Nizakin, it's possible, because we're going to see in a moment, that Rebbe holds both of them are part of it. If you dig some, and somebody else digs some, you're both responsible for the bar. So according to Rebbe, it's Shaykh Taif Shotu. El Rebbe Misa, but according to Rebbe, regarding Misa, we're the last guy is responsible. And according to the Rabbanan, whether it's from Isa or Nizakin, both times they hold that the last guy is responsible. How is it possible to have a bar? They both did the last knech and they were mashlimit to tent vachim. That's how it's possible to have a bar. They did it together. That's the Cheshbin, that's what's possible to have. And that's what this Mishnah could be Shaykh. My Rebbe and my Rabbanon. Where is the Machlaikis Rebbe and the Rabbanon regarding if a guy adds to a bar? Let's say one guy dug nine and the next guy came and dug ten. The next guy created the bar, he made it into ten. But he's Chayev, whether it's Nizikin, whether it's Misa, even though a nine tefach bar can kill, but Lamaisa, since you added to the bar, you are considered the owner of the bar, and therefore you are chayef. That's Tanakamah's shita, you're chayef and everything. That's Rabbanan's shita. Rabbi Yemino, Achar, Achar, and Lamisa. The Achar, Shneim, Lamisa, Rabbi says it depends. Misa, which needs ten tvachim, so if you made it into ten tvachim, you're chayef completely in Misa, even though technically the other nine tvachim that the other guy dug assisted in the Misa, but Lamaisa, you dug the tenth. You're chayev on the Misa of the Shar. But, Nizikin, you split the responsibility. That's Rabbi Shita. So the Chum Hall, you always split the responsibility, and Rabbi Hall's the only Misa the last guy takes. So that's the, that's the Machlaikis, Rabbi and Abad. My time of the Abad and where the Abad coming from to say that you always split. The Pazak says if you dig a bar, or if you open a bar, or you dig a bar. We have this. We had this Shiloh once. If you're chayiv on the psicha, for sure, you should be chayiv on the digging. Why does the Torah say digging? The reason why the Torah says kaira and psicha is to tell you a chiddish that if someone comes along and digs 
an extra tefach at the end of the bar. He is, he bears the entire responsibility for the bar. We look at it as if he took away the first guy's maisa. That is the Xeris HaKosav of Kiyiftach V'chiyuch. That's the Torah says it, and that's the Rabbanah's Joshua. For Rabbi Yavon L'chav, what does Rabbi do with V'chiyiftach V'chiyuch? Hanu Mitzrach Tzrichi Kedamrina. If you remember, a few blot ago, on Dafnun, actually last blot, we discussed different Joshes for Kiyiftach V'chiyuch. So now that's what the Pasuk's used for, not for this din. The Rabbanon L'chav you need it for those Joshes, like we discussed on Dafnun. Ela Ha'inu Taim of the Rabbanon, there's a different reason for the Rabbanon, why the last guy is responsible. Omar Kra ki yichre ish bar echad velayishnayim. It's a kasev ish. It has to be a yachid, not two. Only one, not two. For Rabbi, how are we by What does he do with ish? Ki yichre ish bar velayishar bar. He uses this pasuk to tell you that a shor that digs a hole, there's no responsibility. It's only if an ish digs a bar. For Rabbanan, tre ish bar ksevi. It says twice ish bar and a mela yudarshin. Both psukim ish bar v'leisharbar and yudarshin that only one person is chayv. For Rebbe, I did the kosev high, kosev high. The Torah repeats ish twice and a meila. Once it says once, it says the other. But yutaka don't darshin this drasha. So kitzur the rabbanon hold that only one person is chayv on a bar and they darshin it from ish bar. You're right. One person's chayv. How do you know which guy? We're assuming the last person's chayv. Maybe the first person should be chayv. The guy that dug the nine, he dug more. Maybe he should be chayv. It says ishbar. Maybe he should be chayv. The pasuk says The one that solidified the misa. That's Mr. Ten, the one that dug the ten, and Amela. He is the one that bears responsibility for the Misa of the Shar in the bar. He darshins from Eisi Fatima of Eisi Eloi and Bayel of We use Eisi Eloi for a different din. If you have a Shar of a hectish that's puzzle that fell into a bar, the Allah is its potter. There's no Chiv to pay. The Pasuk says it has to be your animal, and if it's a psuli amikdashin, it's not considered your animal. So l'chayra, that's what you do v'amesi alay. You need v'amesi alay to exclude that if psuli amikdashin fall in, the halach is your potter. Amri, you're right. You use it for pshal psuli amikdashin, but v'lav m'meil l'sham mina, the v'hu david kavim david misaskina. You're right. We're talking about a sharp psuli amikdashin. We're excluding a sharp psuli amikdashin, but you see from the pasuk of v'amesi alay that the killer is the one that's responsible. So, if someone's going to ask you on a test, what's the responsibility if two people are involved in digging a bar? According to the Abadan, they are the, 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 both of them are mishtatif in the Chiyav bar. According to Rebbe, Acharon is Misa, and both, for regarding Misa, it's only the last guy, and both of them are Nizakin. So, according to the Abadan, you, the Acharon is Chayav, Bein lemisa, bein lenizaken, meaning the, the special gzeres akasev that the last guy is always chayev, acherin chayev. The last guy is always chayev. Bein lemisa, bein lenizaken. He takes over the bar because it says ishbar v'leisharba. Ishbar only one and not two. And Rabbi says only regarding misa that's true, but regarding nizikin they are both uh, considered shutfim in the bar. Tana baran. So we had a case of nine to ten. Let's say echad achayfer bar asara. One guy dug a 10 tefach bar. Another guy dug another 10. He made it 20. A third guy came at it 30. So what's the halacha there? 
What's the halacha from 9 to 10? We have machlaikis. What about from 10 to 20 to 30? What's the responsibility? So the Braisa says, Kulam They're all responsible for the kill anything that happens in this bar. So it says, Kulam Chayav. So they're all responsible. The Braisa says, So you had a bar that was 10 Tvachim. Somebody came in and put plaster on the walls of the bar. Now, what did he do? What's wrong with putting plaster on the walls of the bar? So Rashi explains, which we're going to see at Ahmed Beis, that sometimes you could have a bar that's very wide. The, the killer of the bar, according to Rav's Shita at least, is the hevel of the bar. If it's very, very wide, there's no hevel in the bar. If you have a very wide bar, there's no hevel in the bar. So Mela, let's say you have a very wide bar, and a guy comes with C.A. the Kied, he stuffs at the bar, he makes it very cloudy, very stuffy, and now he created the hevel in the bar. So this second guy that made the C.A.D., he created the hevel in the bar, Ha'acharein Chayev. The last guy is Chayev, because he created the hevel, he made it that there should be hevel in the bar. So Lachaya, you have a stira. This, so now, what, what, what does this Bryce say? The, the guy that finishes the bar is Chayev. He created the hevel in the bar. And the first guy, and the Bryce before seems to say, everybody's Chayev. Fred Tigamar. So Tigamar's going to explain what we just said. But the, I, I just spoke out Tigamar's text, really. But the, the, right, he created more hevel. You're right. I, I, I spoke at the, I jumped the gun. I spoke to Tigamar's text. Right now, there was a certain level of hevel. If there wouldn't have been hevel at all, of course the first guy is not high. The first guy had, there was an element, there was some kind of hevel. The second guy, by adding his plaster, he made more hevel in the bar. But still, even though the first guy had some hevel, the halacha is the last guy is chayev, which is the chayev's theory. Because the b'raisim before said, if you dig 10 and somebody digs 20, everybody's chayev. And this b'raisim says, if one guy digs a bar that has hevel, and somebody else comes and increases the hevel, the achrin's chayev. The chayev, why should the achrin be chayev? The chayev should be, everybody should be mishtatif. Maybe you want to say this that it says is chayev, that the chayavin is rabbi, regarding what Rebbe said before, that you're a shotif for Nazikid. So over here also you're considered a shotif, and therefore everyone's chayev. The other shita is the rabbanan, who holds the last guy's chayev. That's the Gemara wanted to say. No, really, it's all the rabbanan. Ad can they come rabban achrin chayev? The rabban only said the last guy's chayev. Elahecha deloy ka deloy avid kama shir misa. It's only if the first guy did not do a shir misa. Avalhecha de avid kama shir misa. Afilu rabban and mayu de kulon chayavim. Amayu de kechedish. If the first guy dug ten, then he automatically bears responsibility. Even though there's a gas of kasev, ish bar, even though there's a gas of kasev, only one person is chayev. But if you dig a sheer bar and somebody else comes over and digs another sheer bar, the halach is their maskim that you would be chayev. The miyat is only in a case from 9 to 10. From 10 to 20, the rabbanon agree they're both chayev. If that's true, the case, the second case, where one guy dug a bar and then you came and increased the hevel by making the bar thinner, you stuffed up the bar, it says, why would the second, why in the next price would the achrin be chayev? The first person dug a sheer misa. So the first person dug a sheer misa, so they should both be chayev. He dug a bar, now you increased, you enhanced the bar by filling it up with plaster. Chayev should be chayev. Both should be chayv. Amri hasem shaloi hayav by hevel misa uba achav hayisib by hevel misa. Originally, there wasn't enough hevel. You dug a pretty wide bar. There wasn't enough hevel to kill. The second guy came 
and he put plaster in there, and he made it that there's enough Hevel to kill, and therefore, that's why the last guy is Chayv. So in the first case, if you dig 10, then the next guy digs 20, they're both Chayv, because both of them dug a Shirmisa. If the bar was wide enough that it doesn't kill, it's just Mazik, and somebody comes and minimizes it, and now it can even kill, so then the last guy is Chayv, because he created the Misa, so he's Chayv. Another way to say this to her, it's to answer this to you. Really, we're going like Rebbe. Really, we're like, like Rebbe's Shita that says sometimes you're Shutvim and sometimes for me, so the last guy's Chayv. The one that says that they're all Chayv makes sense because Rebbe holds they're considered Shutvim. The case that says only the last guy's Chayv. There was no Hevel at all in the bar, it was a very wide bar. So there was no hevel at all. And somebody came along and he made hevel for Misa. By, by adding this sid, he made it hevel for Misa and for Nizakin, And therefore, we are chayv. So the Gemara just said a new chedish. According to the Rabban and Shita, even though we say usually only one person can own a bar, but if one guy dug ten and then another guy dug ten, the Allah is they're both chayv because each person dug a sheer of a bar. That's what you see a chedush over here. Amar Rava hiniach even al pia bar veishlim alasar. Let's say you have a nine tefach bar, and somebody comes along and puts an even at the end of the bar. So if you call on top of the even, you're dropping ten tefachim. The bar itself is only nine, but you made it ten. You created the ten, but you didn't create the ten by digging deeper. You created the ten by putting a rock on top. Is that also tali in this machlekes, Rebbe and the Rabbanan? He says, yes, it's the same machlaikis. It doesn't make a difference if you dig the 10th tefach or you put a stone at the end. So you made the 10th tefach. Either way, the halach is your chayv. Shita, fashtetzach, it's telling you, Rabbi Nabon, it's the same machlaikis. Now the tema lamatahu to have ladideka katalei. You would think it's only if you're digging the 10th tefach. So your hevel is killing the shoyer. Avalamala, the lav have ladideka katil, a maloi. But if it's lamala, and therefore your hevel is not killing, maybe because you just you put the rock there, maybe it is not halacha, maybe you shouldn't be chayiv, kamash malon, kamash malon, if you put a rock at the end of the bar, the halacha is, you are chayiv, according to Rebbe, it will be tali in Rebbe and the Rabbanan, if you're chayiv for Nizmiso or Nizakin, and the reason is, because you created the 10th tefach in the bar. Bayerav, Rav, Rav, Shaila. Tom tefach v'silek avonav mahu. Let's say you had a nine tefach bar. Somebody else came, finished it to ten, and then he stuffed up that extra tefach that he had just dug. So you're back to nine. So basically it was nine, he made it ten, and then he came and he stuffed up his ten. Now, what's the luck? Me, I mean, do we say, my He made it ten, which really made him responsible for the whole bar, like we said previously, because he made it ten, and then... He, but now he stuffed it up, so he took away his 10th tefach. So maybe he is back to square one, and he's potter on this bar, because he took away what he dug. Or maybe we look at it as if the first mice had disappeared. Once you dig the 10th tefach, the first mice had disappeared. And now we look at it as if it completely belongs to this person. The bar belongs completely to this person that dug the 10th tefach. Even though he stuffed it up, but the bar, even though he stuffed up the tefach that he dug, but the bar Lamaisa still belongs to him once he already dug the tenth tefach, and the Gemara says on that, Teku, Suffolk.
Let's say you have an eight tefach bar. There are two tefachim of water on the bottom of the bar. You're chayev. My time, why? Call tefach de maya kitrei de yabashadami. Very interesting thing. Water on the bottom of the bar creates more hevel. So mela, if there wouldn't be water there, an eight tefach bar doesn't kill. But if there's water there, an eight tefach bar does kill, it's worse. There's a Mario de Kazakh, you see it many times. Mayim's compared to Taira. A person that has a little bit of Taira, he's really a bar. But he has a little bit, those are the worst. Because they think they know what they're talking about. And they get up and they spew their Deus Kaisvis. They really have no clue. They have no Shaykhis to Taira. When you have a bottom of a bar, two Tvachim of Mayim, it increases the Hevel. What you say, Huh? It's full of Hevel. That's what it is. It's full of Hevel. A lot of steam, a lot of smoke. It's full of Hevel. But Allah said, that's the truth. You don't need a 10 Tvach bar. You can have an 8 Tvach bar, two Tvachim of Mayim. That can kill. That's the Gemara's Chiddush. What about less? What's the luck if it's 9 plus 1? Do we say, since there's not so much water, there's no Hevel? Since it's deeper, is Behevel. There is Hevel. Or what about the other way? Let's say you have a bar 7, and you have 3 Tvachim. Of water in the bar seven. Me, I'm reading. Kivin the fishy mayim tvei is pehavla. Since it's a lot of water, for sure there's havel. I don't make kivin the leyamka. Let's pehavla. Maybe since it's not deep, there's no havel. Take him. The gemara is misubik. Eight and two tvachim we know. Nine and one, seven and three. The gemara is not sure about. Ba minei av shizvi meyaba hirchiva mahu. What's the halacha if a guy widened the bar? So now there was a bar in Shosrab. You didn't dig deep. You just widened the bar. Are you responsible for widening the bar? You're not hurting anybody. You're increasing, you're being the hevel, you're increasing the space, you're minimizing the hevel. So you're not a mazik, you're helping out. He says, you're bringing it closer because the wider the bar is, the bigger potential pitfall it can be. So how do you look at it? Do you look at it as if the guy is minimizing the hevel or do you look at it as if he's increasing, increasing potential pitfall. Let's make the cheshman. If the guy died from the hevel, if we know he died from the hevel, then we assume, we look at it from a hevel perspective, and we look at it as if the hevel killed him. And if the hevel killed him, we look at it as if since you widened it, you minimized the hevel, and Amela, your potter. If the misa was through the clap, then we assume there is your makar of the hezek, because the ma'isa, you made it easier for him to fall, and Mela, you would be chai, the, the wider guy would be chai. It's interesting, Svar, because when it comes to Hevel, you're also being makar of the hezek. If you make it wider, you're bringing it closer to wherever the guy was walking. But I guess the Svar, yeah, Tais talks about it, but I guess the Svar, yeah, okay, Iron Trump. But I, the Pashtas as far as, since you're being minimizing the Hevel, you can't be considered a mazik. But Akabon, that's the Gemara Svar. If he was killed by Hevel, if you widen it, you can't be considered a mazik. If he was killed by Klop, then you are considered a mazik. Ika di Amri, another Pshat, the Gemara says, Amri Avashi, Nechzi Anat. Imeahu Gisana, Imeahi Gisana, Fal, Harikir Vezeka. If he fell from the side that you widened, so then you're Chayv, because you brought it closer to him. But if he fell from the other side, so it had nothing to do with you. You wide on this side. You don't wide on that side. So Amela, you're meet the Fakar, we look at you as if you're a Ma'it to Hevel, and Amela, the Allah is, you're gonna be Potter. That's the Khajmin Gemara. 
which it depends which side you fell. Two turutzim, either it depends if he was killed by the Hevel or the club, or it depends which side he fell from. Itmar, bar sha'imka kirachva. Let's say the bar is the same deep as it's wide. Does that produce enough Hevel to kill? Usually a bar is deeper than the width. What's Allah if it's equal? One sheet to hold, there's always enough hevel, unless it's wider than depth, meaning if it's exactly equal, there is a problem, it is going to have hevel. The other sheet to hold, no, the other way. If it's more deep, then there's Hevel. But if it's exactly equal, there's not. We pass like this Shita. So, the, so how do you know if it's going to be Hevel? If you dig a wide uh, a ditch, so then it's wider than it's deep, then for sure there is no Hevel. That everyone agrees to the Shaila is if it's equal. The mission said a case that if the first guy passes by and he didn't cover it, he's Potter. And the second guy passes by, the second guy is Chayef. Two Shutvim. One guy owns, the, two guys own a bar, one guy passes by, he didn't do anything. And then the second guy passes by and he didn't do anything. The Allah is, the second guy is chayv. Fair to my wife, the first guy potter. Why is the first guy potter? He passed by his bar, he didn't do anything about it. The reason why the first guy's potter is because he left the other guy working on it, meaning he, two sh- two are in the bar. You're past your your number one shut if you're walking past the bar and you see number two di- starting to draw water from the bar. See he's busy taking water from the bar. You're not going to stick around till he finishes drawing his water. You see him drawing water from the bar. You can assume that he's going to cover it on his way out and you can continue walking. That's one shot. The reason why the first guy is potter is because the second guy was mishtamish in the bar. That's one shot. The other sheet says, no, that's not good enough. You have to hand him delia. Delia means the cover of the bar. You have to hand him the cover. If the first guy handed the cover to the second guy, then he relinquishes responsibility. But just because the second guy was drawing water, that's not enough of relinquishing responsibility. You have to stick around and make sure the bar is covered. If you hand him over the cover, so then it's the second guy's responsibility. What you need to have to relinquish responsibility. I think my explains. Kitanoi. Hamad Lamayim in a bar. A guy is drawing water from a bar. Someone comes. He says, Leave me. I want to draw water. So the second guy comes. He says, Leave the bar open. I want to take water. Tarakama says, As long as you left him working on the bar, is your potter. It's his responsibility. You have to hand him over the cover of the bar. So it seems to be machlekes. Do you have to hand him the cover? Or could you just leave him working on it and that's enough to be considered uh, that you're relinquishing responsibility? I mean, take could be very good today. You are shutif in a safe deposit box. So you're a shutif in a, in, a, in a store and one guy, well, it's not exactly the same case, but think about it logic like that. One guy leaves the store, the other guy's still working in the store. He assumes the guy's going to lock up before he leaves. And the guy said, listen, I don't know. I'm not responsible. You're responsible too. It doesn't work like that. This guy's being mishtamish. L'chaira, this should be uh, the, the second guy. L'chaira should be responsible. It's a little bit different because here we're dealing with a bar. But Agapon, that's L'chaira, the Gemara's assumption. The Gemara's going to explain what the shayla is. What's the machlekes? Huh? Correct. Yeah. Yes. 
Listen to this far. It's a Lundish far. holds. There's a concept called Breira, meaning each Shotif, when he draws water, he's drawing from his bar. So therefore what? Each guy is drawing from his bar. So just because this guy's drawing from the bar, that we look at it with Breira, meaning the second Shotif is drawing from the bar. He's not drawing from your bar. He's drawing from his bar. So you still have responsibility to cover your bar. So just because you walk by and he's drawing water, that's very nice. you got to wait till he finishes, and then you could cover, because what he's drawing has nothing to do with you. He draws from his bar, and you draw from your bar. If you hand him the cover, then he's then you're potter. But if you didn't hand him the cover, you got to wait. That's a blessed Yaakov Shita. Rabban and Savri ain't brayer. Rabban and say, no, there's no brayer, meaning each shatif is drawing from the entire bar. So therefore, as long as I leave number two, drawing from the bar, it's his responsibility. He's drawing from the whole bar. It's his responsibility. I can walk off and say, Rabid, you got to cover the bar. That's the Gemara's law. It's a Shiloh of Yesh Breyer and Ain Breyer. Amr Avina, how long does the Shia have to be? But how long does this Shia? What time does it start? What time does it finish? Amr Avina, it, it's, we do for 35 minutes. That's how long we share for. Amr Avina, Zakti Gemara, Ve'azdu, are we later? No, we have another minute. Amr Avina, we had this in the dark. We own a property together. Own a property together. And one asked, they got in a fight, and one asked, they asked each other to go into the Chatzar. Tanakama says, they're now to go into the Chatzar. Each guy goes into his property. You're right. I asked you to come into my property, but when you own a when you own a field, you're walking into your property. Each guy is walking into his property. So the same thing by a bar. Each guy is drawing from his part of the bar. Rabban and Savri. Ain't prayer, and the Abana Hall, there is no halacha prayer, and therefore you're walking into the, your, the, your friend's rishos, you can't walk into his rishos, because you asked Hana, and therefore the halacha is, you're stuck, and Amela, you cannot walk in. So halacha lamaisa, the Gemara is saying, the, the shaila is, if you are responsible when your shotif is drawing from the bar, if you hold Yesh Breira, so each guy's drawing from his own Chalek, so just because he's drawing from the bar, you got to wait there, unless you hand him the cover. But if you don't hand him the cover, you got to wait there until he finishes, you're responsible to cover the bar. If you hold Aim Breira, so he's drawing from your Chalek too, so Mela, they both bear responsibility. The, 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 the second guy that's drawing bears responsibility because he's drawing from your Chalek, and Mela, as long as you leave him drawing water, it's good enough that you pot to yourself from covering the bar.